You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm Matt Migaki, the vocalist of Cryptopsy and the host of the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast, where I sit down with fellow metal musicians. We talk all about their lives and music while sharing killer craft beers. If you've ever wanted to sneak backstage and share a beer with one of your favorite musicians, well, Vox and Hops is the podcast for you. This week on the podcast, I dropped an amazing episode with Dom Grimal of The Last Felony, Ion Dissonance, and Cryptopsy. There is this episode and over 450 other ones to help you enjoy life, metal, and craft beer. So what are you waiting for? It's time to become a Vox and Hops head. Cheers. Don't worry, don't worry the monitor is fake. Monitor's fake. Don't worry about the monitor. You we're recording. What's going on? What's uh oh man, it never ends, eh? <laughs> you're fa- you're falling into the shit lib nexus is what happened. You it, you're you're texting me about fallen heroes. It's it's there's just so many. You know what <laughs> yeah, it was? it's getting bad out here, man. It's getting bad. Like, you know, I've been uh I've, it, it it the amount of people that have just turned into shit libs. It's just like, you know, I thought you were better. I thought you were like smarter, but like, it's really the last five to two years or so have really proved that the way in which like either fear or like just change in general can really just like in like completely envelop a, a formerly reasonable mind. So what it is, is people, as they get older, they, uh, they are scared. They know that they're. Years of being able-bodied are are uh, quickly evaporating, and that they're going to be reliant on something moving forward that's not them. And so they they throw in with whatever they think is going to serve their future the best. And if you saw yourself, if a big part of your identity was being progressive, then you become a corporate dem. And you, you equate these two things and you don't understand the, you know, the kids with the pink hair that are all, uh, non-binary, I, I don't get them, but I get their struggle, man. You know? And if you are a person who wasn't with that shit, you become, uh, like a diehard, uh, if not Trumper, then at least a cultural conservative who uh, holds their nose as they vote uh, Republican every time. So, this is just what age does to a person. Uh, you completely forget your supposed morals and just go with whatever makes you less afraid in the moment. Uh, you know, whether that's Neil Young or, or David Simon or any of these, it's like <laughs> kind of revolting, <laughs> like, def- you know, uh, Brooklyn dad, defiant, uh, level, uh, uh shit lips. Uh, it's, it is discouraging for sure. I, I follow a number of 55 plus year old men on Twitter who should honestly all kill themselves. And I told my father to kill himself the other day and I, I meant it. <laughs> you you said it's your dad. Yeah. Cause he was talking the way that he processes news is so pathetic that it's an insight into how, people misunderstand everything and how easily people can be uh, swayed uh, into things that don't like he'll give me the Joe Rogan news of the day. And he'll say, you know, he used the N word a lot and I'll have to go dad was any context provided in the article that you 
that you're at? He goes, well, there's people that are pulling off the platform. And I'll go, yeah, no, 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 no. Was he talking about a character in the book Huckleberry Finn? Yes or no? And my dad goes, oh, I don't know anything about that. They didn't mention it. And I go, the answer is yes. That's, that's the context. The same context that anybody in a credible college classroom has experienced. So <laughs> why, why do you allow the news, the, per, the, the actual organization that is trying to destroy somebody for their own ends, not for some oligarch, not, just the news has to destroy Joe Rogan in an effort to, ex- to con- continue to exist. Why would you trust a word they say? And there's no convenient answer for that. So I, I took a steak knife out of the drawer and I said, I need you to slit your wrist to maintain some honor. Kill yourself now. And he refused. And that's why I don't respect my father anymore. And I'm staying at a drug motel right now. What, uh, what was the thing that he said to you that you, that you texted me <laughs> that, uh, during the week? Oh, I don't know. It's, it's something utterly pathetic. I'm sure. I think he said something to the effect of, uh, I, I like that Nancy Pelosi. Oh, he's a Nancy Pelosi fan. <laughs> he identifies as a Nancy Pelosi fan. And my brother and I ganged up on him because we just wanted him to admit that she was crooked. We, we don't need him to say she shouldn't have a job. We don't need, if he wants to say, Hey, they really don't pay them enough. I think that they, a good public servant should be stealing because they they're that's just, we should accept that. These are all arguments, right? Like you could have the argument that Nancy Pelosi getting paid $140,000 to be a public servant who every day of her life is scrutinized and beaten up in the press. Uh, Her position constantly being undermined by her own party. Forget what uh, the other side of the aisle is trying to do to her. If you say 140 grand is not enough for this woman, I think it's okay that she puts her hands in the cookie jar. I don't give a shit. That's a cogent, coherent argument but to say that she doesn't is straight it's you have an apricot where your brain is supposed to be like if i cut your skull open some stone fruit would roll out no brain matter would be there she's obviously crooked and for my father to constantly defend her and then say listen listen i'm a nancy pelosi fan i Serious, I should have killed him. I should have killed him right there. It's yeah, that so should have been the end of it. I mean, it's I kind of on some level I kind of respect it. Like uh, I like it's, no. it's 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 I only because I've never heard anyone utter those words. I don't think like <laughs> like even people who gen generally like even like the most shit lib like no one even goes as far as to like even they they want to avoid the topic of Nancy Pelosi right because there's no way you could honestly talk about her and come away with a positive feeling about the way in which she's like utilized her position right like there's just no way you can't talk about any any issue like across the board like like and 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 come away with a oh yeah she looked great there like so the fact that he said that is just it's just i don't know it's, that's fucking funny as hell to me and and what you got him he's on he's smoking on that jimmy kimmel pack oh my god kimmel every night and kimmel listen so for people that don't know I, i'm i was supposed to be in australia first on jan in the first time around on january 2nd and then 
now they have pushed me back from my new time of tomorrow. I'm supposed to be on a plane tomorrow. Instead, I'm chilling on my parents' couch, listening to them blast Kimmel like they're drug addicts that fell asleep, blasting Kimmel. And Kimmel, two days ago, that would be Friday, was, no, let's say Thursday, he was talking about January 6th as though it just happened. It will, I, I seriously looked around an empty room for someone to confirm that I wasn't crazy. I, I could not believe all the jokes about Jay Leno talking about the Clinton Lewinsky scandal for 10 and a half months, all the cultural memes of the time that like these dudes don't just stop. It's so true (laughs) about January 6th. Also, you and I both know January 6th is the new 9-11. Not in reality where something tragic happened, but in the boomers need a focus sort of way. And holy shit, (laughs) is it endless? I mean, I can't, I don't know. I don't have the, like, I don't consume any of that cable news shit. Oh, no Uh, Kimmel for you? And you know what's funny is Kimmel actually, he tapes the show like literally up the block from where we live. Yes. So. Maybe 300 feet. Yeah. So, you know. So he could get, he could get murdered. (laughs) No, no, don't say that. I was, you knew where I was. Not by us. Comedy podcast. Comedy podcast. (laughs) Not by us. Long, long, long live. LA is full of violence. Well, oh, so that's another thing is so, uh. If you were to watch the local news out here, you would think that L.A. is like in a fucking tailspin, like just like disintegrating into the earth, like falling, like crumbling into like a, like a sandcastle crumbling into the sea. I don't know, man. I mean, like I don't generally watch the news, so I don't know. But I walk around and, you know, Listen, we've talked about the homeless issue forever. We don't even talk about that. It's about the same as it's as it's been for a minute now. But uh, people out here just living their lives, and and yeah, obviously the crime has gone up and stuff. But goddamn, if you put on the news out here for fucking like a minute, you would think it's like full on warfare out there. I mean, that's what. Okay, you and I have discussed many times that leaving the house. Is not about ducking bullets, but it is about trying to maintain your Hep C status, right? Like you're trying to stay Hep C free as you walk to the Whole Foods. I never thought of it like that. It is a needle party, and I don't I don't go to the places where people get shot. Uh, <clears throat> although I guess that's technically Ralph's down the street from us. Yeah. Uh, I don't go to these places very often, but it does seem highly chaotic right now. It, it, honestly, I said this earlier. It's just GTA free roam. You know what I mean? Nobody's doing the missions. Everybody's just seeing how mu- how many stars they can get. Re- real quick, real quick. Uh, Sheba is having a pretty good day. Okay. I'm, I'm up five hundo. Do I take it out? Uh, no, I would not if I were you. 
Um, At what, when do you start? When do you start scooping in the profits? How much you put in? I put in two. Uh, when you when you make two, there's two ways to do this. Sorry for people that find this fucking shit boring. It'll be real quick. There's two ways to do this. You can either dollar cost average out. That means take a hundred bucks today. You know what I mean? Take a hundred bucks next week. Take a hundred. Take a hundred bucks every week. You know what I mean? That's one way to do it. Uh, and another way to do it is to just wait until you double your money, take out your initial investment and let the, let the other two just accrue value. That's, that's another way to do it. Or you could just hit a number that makes sense for you to buy a new TV and pull out then up to you. I was thinking once I, if I make a grand, that's when I pull. Yeah. Look, right. Okay. Well, let me give you some perspective. Just like in all things in life, there's two ways it can go. Either we are in a tiny bit of a bull trap where this is going to crater again, though not as bad as the last time. It'll go down probably to your initial investment. Uh, and you would be smart to take out that 500 today and just let it sit in your account. And when it dips, buy it for cheaper, right? That's one way to do it. Or you could just you know, kind of delete the app for a month and a half and see where you land. Hmm. All right, whatever. I don't know. I'll figure it out. Um, so the only thing that's happening in the world, well, <clears throat> I mean, if you want to, it, it seems like they're using Rogan to perhaps distract from all the saber rattling that's going on in uh, in Eastern Europe. There, I, I don't even know if there's a point to talking about. We should start communicating in bleeps and bloops. Right, <laughs> you have those little machines that make that make techno. You, we should just communicate with each other and bing, and then you go boom, and I'll go bing, bing, bing. We should just do that because there's no point to the, people like the world the way it is. No matter what they say, they want this because they keep buying it. <laughs> so I don't know what to say anymore. The the Rogan thing, the NFT thing, literally any fucking hysteria that you can name is very clearly meant to take your eyes off of the more boring, wonky, policy-oriented stuff that actually impacts your life. Full stop. And for – but people don't care. Like my father – my father enjoys talking to me. My father has not talked to me about Ukraine once. He's talked to me about Machine Gun Kelly four times. <laughs> this is the thing. It's it's obvious, right? I mean, like, we don't even have to talk about it. It is just obvious that they're like, that this is like a coordinated hit on Rogan to get him out of here, right? Yes. Everyone, everyone sees that? Yes. We So we don't even really got to actually talk about it because it's like, if you can't see that, there's something wrong with you. There's yeah. you. You're not literate. Like you're not literate in in understanding the world. Like you. Like I, I, it's it's never been more painfully obvious to me. Uh, it's transparent, and what that means is if you you know, so then you choose your side. Oh, I don't like Rogan, so it's okay that this is happening. Well, that makes you a fucking scumbag, but at least it's a side. You know what I mean? That's that's fine. But like anybody who doesn't get it, yes, they're lost. Their their brains are hurt. There's something's not going good. I mean, it's you know, it's couched in the in well now the N word videos out there. But like 
you know, it was him spreading harmful misinformation about the vaccine. Yo, does anyone remember Oprah? Is Oprah like, does anyone under the age of like 29 remember Oprah? Or no, do they not, know? No they one know knows who Oprah. she is, but no, they do not. It's do like, they, people, like people your age can't can't know Donahue. You might know who Donahue is. Right, but right. You don't know Donahue. Do they know Jenny McCarthy? They uh, people under thirty know that name. Okay. Uh, well, not many, but yes. Oprah had Jenny McCarthy on the show, and full blast anti-vax stuff and this was before covid obviously i think this was like probably the mid mid tens maybe maybe uh wasn't that long ago i'll say that no it was not that long ago i would if i had to guess i'd say 2013 maybe full blast anti-vaxxer talking about how the internet is this new bastion of uh information and people can make their own decisions and do their own research and blah 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 Full blast on Oprah, who by any measure had just a, a, about as large of a following that Joe Rogan currently has. Is, was that fair to say? Yes. So where was the – I mean, listen, people were definitely like, hey, this is stupid at the time. But like the White House calling for a private company – Calling for a form of censorship, like I, I'm kind of at the end with this shit. You know what I mean? Like now that we've entered that realm, that it's it it goes beyond the PMRC. It goes be and like what do they even at? They they want warning labels on on interviews that are not fact checked. What what they, what they want is the ability to outright disregard something without any consideration whatsoever. That's what they want. They want you to be able to say, oh yeah, I saw that, but the Spotify thing said it was, you know, that there was a potential for misinformation. So it's not real. That's what they want. They want like, for example, the economists who put out the Johns Hopkins thing, they, they want to be able to say, oh no, no, that can't be real because they're economists, not, not uh, epidemiologists or whatever. Now, an economist should be the people to be able to tell us the difference in numbers, raw numbers. That's what they did. They took all of the fucking information. I thought it was just the United States. It wasn't, it was comparative and they're, they're being disregarded because they don't have the proper letters next to their names. But is the data real? Because if the data is real, I don't care what university, what accreditation they have. I don't care. It does not matter what their uh, vocation is. Is the data real? And what people want from Spotify is a means to say a quick a quick thing, like it's just a Snopes style. Nope, not real, not real. Which, by the way, Snopes is, I, I forget what I looked up on it the other day, but it was crooked as fuck. I was like, oh, Snopes, you're out too. Yeah, I mean, this, this is the thing, right? It's like, I don't know enough about this, wh- whomever the, the fact checkers that we decide are the fact checkers. I don't know enough to, to, to say whether, I mean, you did some kind of research, I guess, and 
found some crooked. I, I don't know. I don't know enough to. to it wasn't to research. That it was just something that it was just something that I clicked on the other day where I was like, where, where what they were saying was clearly edged to dismiss when it did not like. There was nothing to take. F- the thing that they were examining, I forget what the fuck it was, but it might have actually been this. It might have been the Johns Hopkins. It was just aimed at dismissal without providing a reason to dismiss. You know what I mean? So just like a, like, you know, look, you and I are, did not start this podcast with the intent of improving media literacy, but somehow this is what we do every episode where it's like, Hey everybody, did you notice the incredible volume of weasel words here? Did you notice that they didn't use the person's photo despite having it? Did you notice that they, uh, you, they, they used a uh, the passive voice for this. Did you notice that they uh, uh, attributed it attributed attributed the this violence to the the means that the violence was conducted, not the individual that conducted it? Is it interesting to you that they did that in this occasion, but two weeks ago they did it in a completely different fashion? This, we talk about these things all the time, and. I, I've never felt so, uh, I guess Noam Chomsky in my life. And I don't think it's good. I would rather just put me back in the matrix. Well, this is the thing is it's like, you know, it's media literacy to me is the only, it's the only way to sort of navigate this world now, because like, Yo, the inner shit is getting more and more confusing. There's more and more voices. There's more and more information. And like, it's not good that there are larger institutions trying to shut people down or trying to silence them or trying to stifle them. Because when they stifle independent voices like Joe Rogan, they're stifling any voice that's heterodox, right? From from whatever they're from from the from the from the established narrative, I guess. And the thing is. The internet's only going to get harder and harder. It's only going to get more confusing as we go on. As like deep fake technology gets more sophisticated, it's only go- – and like they're trying to clamp down on nar- full-scale like narrative control. So it's like you – it's on you to figure out what's real. It's on you to use your brain. Don't let them try and trick you into thinking you're an idiot and only they hold the flame of truth, which they can impart to you. Don't buy that shit because what you get from them is just corporate approved uh, information, right? You will like, and that's not, it's not good. It's a, it's like actively destructive to your life. So like you have to, it's on, like, remember when the, the Russia shit happened, right? And like, Everyone wanted to say that that you know that what was the the line was that Russia hacked the election. They swayed the results through the use of a disinformation campaign. Love it. What did that really mean? That meant that the Kremlin, whatever, uh, there are these troll farms, right? And their whole operative is to basically inflame and confuse uh, whatever like the cultural narrative is in the United States and other places, the world at large, whatever. So basically what it came down to is like (laughs) the Kremlin hires weird dudes, I guess, to post memes that are like, the Pope loves Trump. And people are like, whoa, did you see the the, the Pope likes Trump? I'm voting for Trump, right? 
they said that was hacking the election. Yeah, yeah that was good. What that that what that the, yeah, that we've changed the definition of hack. Right. What that narrative does. What that narrative actually means is, hey, you're too stupid to have your own brain. You were influenced by a foreign actor because you've they been, put up. You've been hacked, bro. It's you're not stupid. You're just not media literate. So you have to figure out how to parse what's real and fake. And it takes work from you and your brain. And it's not up to any government, tech, private institution to uh, tailor the internet so that you don't get duped. Because guess what? They're duping you (laughs) to support them. That's what's happening. You have to figure out how to use your own brain. And you have to be vocally against when anyone tries when when these when larger institutions try and censor or silence people that don't carry their narrative and you should not anyone whether it's Joe Rogan or CNN nobody on the planet holds the flame of truth that is that does that doesn't exist everyone should be a skeptic everyone should doubt what they're getting and do hey man do your own research it sounds stupid as shit but it's fucking true and i don't know what else to tell people at this point and it's like the fact that – and just also the fact that like yo, the material quality of your life has – like the things that Joe Biden has promised you and failed to deliver on, the bills that he has failed to, do, to, to pass, yo, they're using Joe Rogan to make you not think about that. That's what's happening. <laughs> like hold the people in power accountable for what they want but or for what, for, for what they promised you. You know what I mean? Like it's just – you're being like hit over the head with like the CNN pill and it sucks, man. It's just like, it's so stupid. Call with it now. <laughs> I don't know what to tell people anymore, man. I don't know. But what do you think? Right. I mean, this is somewhat, somewhat of a transition. Uh, Supreme court. Oh, Joe Biden promised us black woman. What, what, what do we think he, honors his uh his promise there yeah he's got to he's he's he look what's apparent is that the 2022 dems don't they don't care about they don't care about affecting meaningful change pardon the expression it's all appearances so a hundred percent he's going to do whatever even if, even if there was not a single qualified person of color in the United States, he would find one. And here's the thing. I'm sure there are qualified women of color. There's no doubt. So the question that a reasonable person would ask is, is it so bad that he does this, this thing that we all agree the the end result is positive, right? Because like, okay, well, I guess it's good to have a woman of color. You could ask why, I guess. Somebody could say why, what's the matter? Sure, I get it. But I I understand the perspective that, hey, perhaps the Supreme Court does not represent the uh, polity of the United States, Right. Okay, that's that's an argument. Uh, I don't know that they are supposed to, to be honest. I don't know that, that there's no requirement to that. They're supposed to interpret the Constitution. So 
I, I do not know that that's really requisite <laughs> that they represent the United States. I don't think it is, but is it bad to have different uh, or new views there? Nah, I don't think that's necessarily bad. Do I think that this is the clunkiest way to do a supposedly positive thing and leave the, the end effect of n- bad feelings? Yeah. <laughs> I think that this is like, well, all we're going to do with this is have some bad energy. You know what I mean? You think, I don't know. I mean, like so there was, I guess there was a, uh, I guess there was some poll or whatever. And I think it was somewhere in the 70, 70, 70% range that with it, with a, with many Democrats uh, saying that Joe Biden should consider all potential nominees and not just, you know, women of color, black women or whatever. Um, I guess it's interesting because as much as I just went off on the, the Democrats and the, and the CNN pill, I, I guess I'm in the other 20% because as you said, like, you know, I, there's no question that there is a more than qualified black woman of color. Biden has already made the pledge. Uh, he's fallen short on all his other pledges. Throw, throw the, the black chick on the court. What's like, I mean, like, I, I don't, I, it's kind of like a, I, I hear what you're saying. I don't think it's like. It is a clunky gesture, and I and I and I, I guess I understand. You know, you you, you would want to maybe check out all your options and not limit yourself. I guess when it comes to something like that. But like, what fucking ever? You know that there's someone out there that's more than qualified. Just do it. Like, and how weird would it be if Joe Biden was like, uh, I, uh, and then he picked, um, like he completely goes back on this promise as well as every other promise he's ever made. I think the issue is that he. If had he picked a black woman, there'd be some eye rolls. But to announce that he will only pick a black woman is the problem here. I mean, I don't even technically know if it's legal. <laughs> you know what I mean? So yeah, like, that's yeah, yeah. So, so that's what I mean by clunky. Would would some people go? Oh, come on, Joe! Stop! We don't need to be. It's embarrassing when an old man tries to be woke. If he had chosen a black woman, yeah, there'd be some of that. But for the most part, people just look at whoever's fucking uh, uh, background and go, "Well, she's at least as qualified as these other fucking dingbats on this fucking thing." But instead, now they're going to be scrutinizing the living shit out of her because the whole thing is. Wait, are you saying that this guy is less qualified? They're going to find people that are more qualified. That's the problem. They are now going to find people who are more qualified and throw it in Joe's face over and over again because they're going to say, Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline you you disregarded uh something like eighty percent of the United States <laughs> you know what I mean? like like if we if we put all the women of color uh into a a, a single under a single umbrella and said we're only gonna choose from 
I, I guess what would that be? all POC people, all PO, all POC fems still only probably represent what would you say under twenty five percent of the entire United States. So, Joe, you've in a it, it, this is a, a population theory uh, when it comes to things like sports. Joe, it's it's not at all impossible that the most qualified person would be a black woman. Not at all impossible. It is, however, due to volume and number, uh, it's less likely. So now you're going to be scrutinized on why you disregarded 75% to 85% of the American population. So I just think that had he played this political game without the announcement, we'd all go, yeah, she looks cool. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, whatever. Well, I mean, here's the thing. I mean, man, again, now you got me in the position of defending fucking Joe and the Democrats. I mean, there's no chance that anyone he picked would have been like they're like the Republicans, the right of this, the people that want to just like totally nitpick everything that the person does strictly because of their partisan, whatever bullshit, uh, you know, he was no matter who the fuck he picked. Obviously, you're like that person that gets represented, that gets chosen for that position. They go through a vetting process. They go through a background process. It becomes the narrative of the week, right? So, sure. like, no matter even if he picked fucking milk toastman from from Ohio, uh, it they would have been totally uh, their their personal. They would have had a fucking rectal exam. So, well, like. For sure, but but it, it, and that's will still happen. Like I said, they they are still a hundred percent. Look, there's no doubt he's going to find a qualified black woman. It's just the the issue is now having to answer to people who feel a way about it. That's that's it. And I just think that the number of people who feel a way about it is much higher than it would be if he didn't announce. It is. It is interesting that the that the number is pretty high. I mean, you know, it goes into I guess a larger conversation about. I don't know. Is affirmative action like applicable in this in this sense? I mean, it's sort of, um, and that's that's a whole thing, you know. But uh, I, I don't know. I mean, that's the. It's like what I don't even know. I mean, and listen, I'm in, I'm a fucking idiot. So, <laughs> but like, what is the like what makes someone potentially you have two people what make like i i presume when it comes to the supreme court you have to have a lengthy resume and and storied career to make you eligible for that position what makes someone necessarily more qualified than another person i would think it would just sort of be you know like this whoever this this woman ends up being their resume i would think would have to be as strong as anyone else who's chosen to be a candidate for that. So what makes a person more quote unquote qualified for that position? I, I don't know. They're pussy. Right, right, right. Of course they're uh, yeah, there's their, their, their lovely uh, vagina, I suppose. <laughs> that's, that's what it is. Yeah. Uh, look, I don't know. I, cause it, there's no way to talk about this without like, Getting into whether or not the the members of the Supreme Court wax, whether their assholes are bleached, what kind of kinks they're into, 
because that's the only thing that could possibly be interesting about these people. I think that these are the most boring human beings. When the Kavanaugh no thing doubt. was going on, if pe- people that were listening to our show at the time, I found the whole thing depressing, not because I, I was like, oh, what a monster, but just because it was like the pretend care about the Supreme Court is the most intense thing. It's basically like you got these, pardon me, everybody, I'm going to do it, fucking hick states and their fucking little stupid performances where they're like, we're going to peel, we're going to repeal Roe versus Wade. And then the United States goes, okay, well then you're not going to have working roads anymore. And the state always goes, Oh, okay. Well, you know what? It was really just a, it was really just a, a ploy to get people, uh, uh, excited about about Republican politics in our state, and and then the new, basically, social media. All a Republican lawmaker has to do to secure their career is say, "We're going to repeal Roe versus Wade," and then you can count on the fact that people that are not in a position to vote for you because they're from outside your state are going to use your name hundreds of thousands of times. If you want free press, say, and you are the congressman from the 83rd district in uh, uh, Tennessee, just say, and we are going to Washington, and we are going to repeal Roe versus Wade. Oh, so you mean a thing that literally cannot happen. Okay, you're going to do that on the state level, which does nothing, (laughs) truly nothing. Pardon to the three people who are always cited as an example, who had to leave the state to have an abortion. That does suck dick. I understand that if you want an abortion and you had to wait and you were in danger of leaving the the window during wh- the trimester during which you could do it, I look, I get it as individuals. Yes, people's lives are impacted. But in the macro, when states say they are going to do this, it amounts to nothing. And when we talk about Roe versus Wade flipping on a national level, that will not happen in any of our lives. And it is all this ridiculous emphasis on the Supreme court for this one issue that will not change. And nobody cares about them. The other 364 days of the year. Well, listen, listen, just real quick. I I don't know. I don't know enough about this, but it does seem like, you do, remember, you do remember when I think Georgia, maybe Texas as well, yeah. both said in recent memory that they were th- that they were shutting down abortion in their states. Yeah, like, yeah. And, and no, what I know. And it, 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 well, I think people get, I think it sort of takes into effect, right, for like a couple weeks and people get jammed up. But then like, you know, someone sues and then it gets it gets thrown out. Right. That's generally how it goes. Yes, the the federal government sues. Right, right. <laughs> it goes but, away. But here's the thing, and i've I've heard I've heard tell from certain people who follow. There's people that make their entire life following the the Supreme Court, legal scholars, whatever you want to call them. Uh, and there seems to be a growing, um, I don't know, fear. Well, fear, I suppose, would. Uh, there seems to be a, a growing consensus that. It is quite possible. I think it comes up in the summer that perhaps Roe v. Wade could be overturned. Um, I'll tell you what. Yeah. I will kill my father and then myself. <laughs> okay. If that happens. Okay. All right. Well, everyone put a pin in it. I think if it comes up in, the, I think 
I don't know. They, they it gets reviewed over the summer or something like that. I don't listen. I don't know. I you seem very uh, you seem very uh, convinced that no, it will not, and perhaps it will not. Perhaps this is all nothing. However, I don't want to. I don't want to look like assholes if it does happen. <laughs> I, I've heard. I've just listen. Like I said, I don't know. I've just heard people saying that they think it's potentially possible. And they've said this every year since it originally happened. Right, but the, now you do. You do have a conservative slant on on the Supreme Court, and that doesn't mean that doesn't mean that it's going to happen. And the, can, can the, I can I can I offer something here? The conservative court has upheld Obamacare. They don't generally follow the that narrative of, Eric, well, it's, you know what I mean? I understand that. I'm just saying things are a little different. Conservatism in 2022 is unrecognizable to people 20 years ago. Sure. So that is to say there are things that have aged out of conservatism sure, and are now fall under the realm of modern primitivism. <laughs> and there is the, there's just some things that people take as natural fact. And look, if I've always said this, if abortion is the thing you feel very strongly about for whatever reason, if it's uh, the practicality that you just want one, or if you are an ideological person that says that it is a matter of body autonomy, whatever, whatever your fucking rationale is, if this matters to you, I understand why you have to watchdog it. Okay. But as a person who has watched this happen, I would say probably in my lifetime, in my adult lifetime, I would be shocked to learn if this has happened less than eight times. Yeah. The, so I can I, remember at least three or four in the last decade. So I'm no, I don't, I lose no sleep either way, except that it's like the Super Bowl. It's like this thing that you can't avoid <laughs> leading up to it, you know, like, like, oh, we have to stack the court because otherwise Roe v. Wade. And it's like, wait a second. Do you care about nothing but Roe v. Wade? And I'm talking to both sides of this particular issue. Do you even know who these fucking judges are outside of the one time every three years? How many? How many? There's what? There's eight. There's nine. How many do you think you can name? I think I can name three. I can't. Na- I, is Clarence still there? That's the only one. Clarence is there. You got you got Sotomayor. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got the two that everyone hated. You got Kavanaugh and um, oh, Gor- yeah. Gorsuch. Candy tits. <laughs> you got dude the guy. Yep, dude uh, the guy. <laughs> you got uh, K- uh, Connecticut bald guy. Mm-hmm. You you got um, you got uh, uh, big clit lover. Yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is this is. <laughs> listen, that's when I'll feel represented on the uh, on the Supreme Court. Yes, when uh, when Rub Maps user Bigger Wigger sixty nine <laughs> is on the Supreme Court, I will finally feel represented. Black Snake Moan. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Yeah. I, I, oh, oh. How about this? How about this? And then maybe we'll do Rub Maps. Um, the Canadian truckers, those, those, those Nazi racists. Oh, you mean those dudes that, uh, were prote- protesting a completely unreasonable infringement on their ability to feed their families? Did you see they got, there's, I, I can't remember which publication it was, but someone 
there's there's some narrative out there railroading them as as Nazis and racists and misogynists yep. and whatever because there were Nazi flags. You want to know what the Nazi flag was? Uh, don't tread on me. No, it was the Canadian maple leaf in the in in the design of the swastika. They were calling the Canadian government. They don't like Nazis. The, the, the message of that flag is they don't like Nazis. Yes, that person. That per. I would be mad at that person though. I mean, yes, it's just, it's it's a hyperbolic, stupid thing to say. I get it. No, but no, I'm you, fine with that. I don't. I I think that that's fun and fine. And I do think that the Canadian government, uh, in their overreach, it's not unfair to compare them to Nazis. I think that's fine. The the what I think is, like, I've got friends who are anti-vaxxers. When they do their little anti-vax shit, they have to tell the other groups or the other people that they're meeting with, no other politics here at all. No, no flags of any kind. No fucking don't. Don't. No. Uh, you can't hold a a sign that says, you know, like you, nothing. Make it about nothing but the issue. Now, granted, the media is crooked as fuck. They were going to find something either way. So I guess you can't be mad. But yeah, it's yeah. I mean, look for people that haven't been paying attention because I can't imagine how many of our listeners give a shit about Canadian truckers. Um. What they were protesting was a cross-border quarantine that would take them out of paid employment for entirely too long. It is completely unfeasible. It it's not it doesn't make sense and it was harming people's livelihoods. They have been misrepresented as anti-vaxxers despite the fact that many of them are vaccinated. <laughs> So it is, again, media literacy. Don't be lied to about a bunch of Canadian truckers. Well, one of the, uh, the, the, they've changed the definition of anti-vax to being anti-mandate uh, within the last year and a half or so. So oh, take- well then when people call me an anti-vaxxer, that, that's fine. <laughs> I'm anti-mandate. I don't give a shit. It's, it's, it suddenly went from anti-vax being this fringe, uh, uh, Kathy, what was it? What was her name? McCarthy? Something. I, I can't remember her name or I talked about her earlier and I can't remember Jenny her name. McCarthy. Jenny McCarthy. It went from this fringe Jenny McCarthy, like totally idiot opinion to, uh, a large percentage of people. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> High volume of human beings. Uh, the largest Canadian protest ever? A million plus? Fuck. Not mentioned very much in the media at all, except to call them racists. Yeah. <laughs> all jo- Joe Rogan followers. <gasps> <gasps> Yo, this is the thing. I can't take this shit seriously, right? Because we are – the whole idea of this podcast was to talk about Twitter, I guess, what goes on on Twitter, the Twitter sphere. Yo, the larger world. You want to talk to regular people that are out there in the physical realm, not the fucking metaverse, but the physical reality. They don't give a fuck about Joe Rogan. In general, they're anti-mandate. In general, they're they're like they just don't give a shit about this shit. They just want a nice, sane, calm, quiet life. They don't want people. They don't want the anyone's fist up their ass. Not allowed. Whether it's Joe Rogan. Or whether it's uh, whether it's Justin Trudeau, they don't want a fist in their ass. Most people, some do, some do. We can't kink shame. I don't know. That's all I got this week. I, I don't know what's the Olympics is happening. Uh, does anyone care? I, I don't, who, no, no. 
Oh yeah. no, no. The celebration of uh of uh the human spirit and and togetherness and uh triumph within a, a quarantined police state. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, very exactly well and right. good. Yeah. Uh everybody feel good about this one. Feel good about this one. Yeah, this was easy. We should do some rub maps. We should get the people fucking I've I I think Evan told me he was listening to rub maps last week and while he was driving and it he spit his coffee out because it was it made him laugh so hard. Oh you guys love rub maps. They the I'm people like, oh are we beat are we beating rub maps up? And then we find like a new guy named like Chow Chow the Don and we're like we're like oh, okay. <laughs> All right, we're back in. It's, we're back it's, in. Yeah, we're back in. It's, I think the, the run maps is payoff for, for people that have to suffer through uh, the slings and arrows of, uh, of the first uh, 45 minutes of this podcast or so. Okay. Uh, you eat your veggies and then you get your pudding. Uh, well, here's what we can do. I'm, gonna, I'm always going to focus on good names because even if their reviews suck – we can at least enjoy the names, right? The names, the names are, are, are a large part of this, yeah. And here's a guy with one review. His avatar is a container of French fries. Oh, and, we're on a roll. And his name is September 11th forever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so what do we what do we do we think that's a pro september 11th or we think that's like is that a never forget type thing what is that yeah i, I well the french fries are completely baffling <laughs> like he didn't try to link these ideas up at all which i i mean i guess i respect he's he's going for surrealism maybe it's maybe it's a maybe it's a thing of freedom fries oh yeah that could be <laughs> <laughs> okay all right so i need i need to know also i think a, a small part of this but uh a very relevant part is when was the account made oh that's a good question he his only review is from 2018 so he's been thinking about oh yeah okay he stopped interesting he became a member to post this one review his membership and his date of membership and his date of the review are the same okay and he is mad that she used lotion and no oil which Uh, i completely understand yeah yeah uh, he says uh, her panties were already by her knees. She climbed on, up on top of the table and planted her pussy on my mouth. I think she was surprised just how into it I was and that I knew what I was doing. God, these guys, man. <laughs> these guys. They love patting themselves on the back. Yeah, they really do. I want one guy that's like, you know, I'm pretty bad at sex. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know what? I I like the dudes that are like, my wife's a bitch, so I'm here. Yeah, you know I, mean? I like that guy. Uh, let's see. I wish, yo, if you're like one of the hackers out there that listen to us, let me know uh, how to search term an entire website. Oh, okay. Uh, and I'm going to read something in the forums from yesterday. The forums, it, it gets rough, man. It does. This is a guy in search of BBW Nancy. Okay. Nancy had her place up on the central coast. She's a BBW who you'd, who'd massage you face down, then rim, then suck your cock until you came in her mouth. Usually spat it out. It's a good detail. <laughs> Massage would proceed, then flip, and she'd bareback blowjob you a second pop if you could. She'd let you finger her. One time she let me fuck her BBFs. What's a BBF? 
Big, uh, big, big, beautiful feet. Maybe. Oh, uh, so, okay. D size or bigger tits that she'd run up and down your crack and let you suck on them before and or after. Last year, she sold her business and disappeared, presumably down to the greater LA area. Stupidly, I never got her cell. If she sounds familiar, DM me. Well, back for more. Number two, uh, she's probably dead. Damn, you think? I mean, I don't know. She sounds like, sounds very high risk. I'll say that. I mean, the fun gets sapped away when we start speculating. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> I think she's living a very happy life. I'm going to go through, I'm going to go through the, 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 po- the posts, the forum. All right. Uh, well, hey, podcast listener. My name is Vince, and I'm the host of a show called The RR Show. It stands for Reddit Readings. We're going to sit down twice a week, and I'm going to bring you the most entertaining stories from all of the best subreddits that exist online. Things like malicious compliance, petty revenge, hey, lady, I don't work here. Oh, there's so much more. Lots of great stories and things you won't believe. Like the one time uh, this dude was caught in a bathroom with his friend and he was slapping them because that was the only way that he could actually legitimately help them. A mall cop comes in with a taser. Oh, yeah, the rest is history. It's going to be fun. There is, uh, I don't know, I got like 20 seconds left, so I don't got much more time to tell you another story. But just join me on The RR Show. It's from Evergreen Podcast, produced in partnership with Wessler Media. So The RR Show. Wherever you get podcasts, subscribe today. And uh, it's like an adult story time. Let's hang out together. The RR Show. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts. Wow. The a loud scream outside my window. No. Where, 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 where are you? Uh, I'm at a legit drug motel uh, because there was no quiet in my family's home. It, it, my father's getting really irate with me when I keep referring to it as a tenement. But – it feels like tenement living. There's seven people in a space meant for two. And it is, it, there's never a moment where I am not hearing someone speak or chew. No, not one bad. moment. I actually think I, so I've become like a, a sports better in an effort to get the money to get hotel rooms every night. I, me, you know, I was, I was with Brian last night and we were talking about how, we think that you are a, approaching a breaking point. Oh, I think I'm doing the best I ever have. <laughs> See, that's the that's part of the. Whenever you say something like that, it goes, "Oh, he's not doing good." Well, no way. I'm doing the best I've ever done. Yeah, oh, it's bad. I'm gonna read Dragon Ball Z Gohan, <laughs> uh, whose avatar is a monk. With a Windows ninety five pin on no, his, uh, on his uh, on his, on his uh, <laughs> robe. That's a very that's a confusing vibe. This is his forum post. Does it turn anyone else on when you can hear the provider getting fucked in the next room? Uh, and then Eric one nine nine, Doctor Martin Luther King avatar says, "That's me." Just if I waiting or getting BJ. Sounds like me. And then uh, uh, pass the word, a fellow with uh, like a kind of like a bootleg Johnny Bravo avatar says, 
not a turn on. It's a major distraction. I try to be respectful of making too much noise, and I have had providers bite down on their forearms to avoid expressing their passion. It also depends on the place. So I avoid places with thin walls, open walls or ceilings, or curtains for doors. Hearing the mumbling sound of voices is okay, but being able to make out a conversation in the next room holds back my experience for sure. Uh, Lover Girl, says, who, which has two lesbians kissing, as his avatar says, major turn off. I'll tell my provider to turn up the music to drown it out. Wow, these dudes are haters. Uh, <clears throat> Rhino, uh, who has a, I think that's a, a Warhammer avatar, says, it makes me laugh and can be an icebreaker. Uh, one th- massage therapist with a great sense of humor got up and started pounding on the wall and yelling encouragement in Chinese at our noisy next door neighbors. I laughed so hard I almost had a seizure. Well, that's extreme. Um, <laughs> let's see. Uh, flesh Drive. A guy with like a low rider style avatar, uh, like babe, low rider babe sort of thing. I went to a now closed shop for the first time late last night. I don't know. Now closed late last night. First time late. Oh, late at night. Pardon me. They were open most nights till 1 or 2 a.m. I heard the sounds from the next room, especially the girl vocalizing, and I figured I was in for fun of my own. No such luck. My hostess was attractive, but acted like she was stoned on quaaludes. This is very depressing. Wow. <laughs> she was... She upselled for the donation she only wanted to fuck in, in facing away position now oh, this is just this is really now low and had over slathered her, her pussy with lube this is getting dark she also had unshaved legs she was the dullest fuck i've had in years i went back a couple of weeks later wow well, he went back i went back a couple of weeks later to <laughs> i had a different girl who was like a tornado uh maybe she had been the one in the next room the first time around. Okay, so that was a guy telling an incredibly uh, boring, depressing, s- s- sort of sociopathic story. Uh, let's see. This is, yeah, the, I, this is from the – wait, was that a review or from the forums? This is from the forums. The forums get dark, man. Uh, let's see. This guy For, likes the, the forums are fucking rough. Yeah, they're bad. It's it's not where the best of rub maps congre- congregate. Um, I don't know, Eric. What do you think? Would would you get turned on or not turned on? By what? Would you get turned on or not turned on? But but by, by by what specifically? By listening to uh, uh, people in the next room making love. Oh, nah. It's really? kind of more annoying than anything. Oh, that's interesting. <laughs> I mean, I, I I it happens to me three out of no four out of seven days a week. So. <laughs> yeah, I mean, okay. If that turned me on, I'd be in heaven. Could you explain how disgusting the people that you listen to have sex are? It's it's not great. It's it's. Uh, I really wish I didn't have to hear it, but I do. They're disgusting. It's awful. And then I, I mean, see I, them in the hallway, and I have to go. Uh, hey, no, I was doing? talking about how they look. Oh, <laughs> I mean, not not. Who, uh, I mean, this is why I'm, my answer is no, I do not. I, I mean, I, they're not the people I'd want to envision having sex. No. Okay. It's the most, that's the, that's the nicest way I can put it. I'm going to look, I'm, I'm looking for the, the newest reviews in the United States and seeing, oh God, Illinois, Ooh. everything in Illinois is fucking depressing. Uh, massage sex lover is the who has a uh, what are those talking penguins that dance and sing? Happy feet. Massage sex lover has a happy feet avatar. Wow. 
<laughs> These guys <laughs> rule. They rule so much. What about Chai Town Ass Banger? <laughs> <laughs> this guy's review's got to be good. Hold on. This is this is the the I I must have gone on this rant before, but like this is the real America. Yeah, this is, of course. The Twitter is fake. Rub maps real. This is the real voting public. There's no bots on Rub Maps. No, let's 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 talk about Chi Town Assbanger, who I came here in the hopes of finding some pussy, but that was not the case. I liked the lady that was working the front. I thought she was cool and she moved quickly. I get anxious standing in front of people, but she made sure I was in a room with Wendy in a matter of minutes. Now, when it came to Wendy, I probably would have fucked her because I was really horny. However, she was way older than I would have liked. But she did have big tits. And this guy, this guy is, is kind of a good storyteller because he's giving me ups, he's giving me downs. Yeah, it's a roller coaster. <laughs> she would have been an ideal candidate for some face down ass up fucking. Uh, nope. All I got was a hand job, and I got to tickle around her ass. It wasn't like she was trying to do a good job, but when I asked her for more, she was not having it. It didn't make the hand job less great or anything, but I could tell that she was. I was not going to get any pussy at all. There was no point in even asking. So I let her pump out a nice mean load. <laughs> she did <laughs> she did drain me and completely milk my balls. Would I see her again? Sure, if I can pump my cock in and out of her mouth. All right. Let's <laughs> let's see if Chi-Town ass banger ha- Oh, he's got a lot of reviews. Let's see what his idea of a good review is. Oh, he's give <laughs> The name of the, normally we don't give the name of the parlors. This one is almost too fucking good. It's your, it's uh, it's on you. It's your discretion. It's called Chicago Rubs. <laughs> That's right. to me. That sounds like a sting. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hundred percent. Listen, and and Chi Town Ass Banger might be a, a setup too. Yeah. This place is extremely gratifying. Yeah, see, he's got a different tone than he did last time. This is, he, I did not think Chi-Town Assbanger would say extremely gratifying. The girl at the front is very informational. Okay, never mind. Now we're getting, now we're getting someplace. <laughs> the girl at the front is very informational and friendly, and the providers are accommodating and do their best to make your stay as natural as they can, according to my experience. Not my first time and not my last. We pretty much discussed the options around the five minute mark. I basically stripped down, laid on the table, and that's where she brought up the bought, brought up the goods. Not very difficult to get it straight here. She pulled off her clothing, showing her bare skinned body, okay, smooth complexion, and a perfectly shaved cooch. Beautiful. Wow. She rubbed a bit of oil on me while laying on my back. I could feel the heat of her pussy on my ass and the combination of her rubbing me down. After about the ten, after about ten minutes of teasing, she flipped me over, rubbed me down again, and s- with some more oil. But this time, rolled a rubber down on my cock. She then ap- applied applied a condom blowjob. <laughs> she then applied a condom blowjob <laughs> that blew my mind. Her mouth was amazing, and her gag reflexes were non-existent. She could take my cock all the way down to my balls, and still have room to stick her tongue out and lick my balls. Well. I don't know if that's like, I don't know if it's like that complimentary. It might, it, that might reflect more on you. It's hard to say. I'd, I'd, I'd need more details. Yeah. Once my cock was fully covered in saliva and lubricated, I rubbed a bit of oil on the outside of Madison's pussy lips and I slid right into it with ease. 
and my cock was consumed by the wet warmth that is her vagina. Wow. So Chi-Town Assbanger is a far different man than I thought. He's trying to get purple here. I started with the slow, gentle thrust, not wanting to hurt her or be too aggressive at first. Surprisingly, when I did get more aggressive, it was Madison that asked for it. She started dirty talking me, and I, and I thrust even harder. She doesn't appear to look like the type of girl that does dirty talk, but it was quite arousing. We made it from missionary to oh, doggy style and finished in reverse cowgirl, where I had a full view of her ass and her pussy milked me out thoroughly. The cleanup was quick and simple. Just had to toss the rubber out. Okay. He was more eloquent than I was expecting. Yeah, same. I, I, I like the way that he said her pussy milked me out thoroughly. <laughs> it's uh we got uh, uh John Cheever here. We got no, we got Burgerman 34. Uh we got uh home run Matt. Uh we've got massive Joker. That's good. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Massive Joker sucked me off with a rubber for a bit, then jumped on and had, and the Latina cowgirl is pretty good, but the Latina reverse cowgirl is the best. Fucked her pussy hard. She said I was one of the good ones for sure. Okay. What do you think? Do you have an opinion on, uh, Latina cowgirl versus Latina reverse cowgirl? Mm, I think I, I, I would go generally standard cowgirl. Okay. Oh, are you a rever- are you a reverse guy? Is that which? Well, hold on. It's been two years since I've had sex. Yeah, um, I'd really have to reflect on this. Oh, I'd go standard cowgirl. Yeah, yeah, that's what you want. Yo, this guy's name is lit. It's he's got his avatar is Popeye, <laughs> and his name is this bitch man. <laughs> <laughs> Jasmine is a very pretty girl, bigger than the proverbial spinner type, but not a large one by any means. Large double Ds, considerably small waist, and a very prominent rump. And her face is just perfect. She came in and stared with a started with a light massage, and then asked for when and then asked for the flip. Good focus on my cock and balls, and then down to business. We agreed on the pricing and off to the races. Jasmine started with a hand job, then put on the rubber with her mouth and gave me a nice condom blow job. After getting me hard, she mounted me. It's amazing in, in this position for so many reasons. God, I love when guys explain sex. Yeah. She's, yeah. <laughs> she's amazing in this position for so many reasons. Let's start at the top. <laughs> From this angle, the view of her, of the, oh, fuck, man. <laughs> From this angle, the view of the mammaries is incredible. The mammaries. Oh, is yeah. that that's what he said? That's what he said. That's the first that's the first and only time that word has been used on this website. Very spirited as well. And bounced on my cock to her little heart's desire. These uh, what is up this week, man? These guys are these guys are uh real G's. They're they've been reading the Thesaurus. Up and down she went, and then spun so that she was facing away from me, and now I had an awesome new view. The scenery is quite a sight to behold. The curve factor is, is quite indescribable. All the while, she seemed to be enjoying it. I noticed a bit of flushing in her cheeks and the neck area, which is usually a good sign of arousal. These men are psychopaths. They're psychos. <laughs> They're psychos. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> this, is, this is if the Terminator needed pussy. That's what this is. <laughs> this is, this, this is Starman. 
Yes, exactly. People will not get that reference. No, it's a John Carpenter movie. She also made a fair amount of sound consistent throughout our session, which was incredibly motivating. We moved to Missionary, back to Cowgirl, then finalized the release with a very furious bit of pounding in K9. What did he say? Incredibly motivating? Yes. What the fuck is going on? We're going to go down the – I hope he's got more reviews. We're going to go down the – this bitch, man. We're gonna we're gonna go down that hole. Oh yeah, he's got he's got a couple of reviews. They're not as strong as this one. Uh, okay. Uh, do we go over? To, by the way, to uh, overtime. Um. Yeah. Why not? Okay, everybody, get the fuck out of here. All right, everybody. This is uh, this has been worst possible timeline. You know what the deal is? Patreon.com slash worst possible timeline. We're gonna keep this episode going a little bit longer, and we're gonna post that portion to the Patreon. So go there, pay us money. You get a fuck ton of bonus episodes. I still got to put up that video. I will do that this week. Promise. Um, uh, Twitter.com at WP timeline. You go there. Uh, all I do, uh, that account is entirely used. Uh, all, all I do with that now is retweet, uh, the, uh, family guy related content. So if you That's want good. that, if you want that, you go there at WP timeline, uh, 205-509-9785 call that number and you can leave a message and we will play the message on the show. Uh, maybe we'll do some of those next week. Um, and worst possible timeline at gmail.com. That's all the ways in which you can get in touch with us. We'll oh, talk yeah, it about- seems like a lot of incarcerated people are calling us lately. Yeah. Yeah. There's been some of that. There- <laughs> it seems like a lot of people on death row have been ringing us. It's, uh, it's, it's kind of an honor when, you know, you only get one phone call at the time of, uh, detention <laughs> and you chose and you choose to, uh, to call in. Uh, to our number, uh, you know, we're, we're very honored by that. So, uh, do all that. And, uh, we're going to keep this episode going on Patreon. We'll catch you next time. It is now 2024 and the choice is up to you. Do you listen to good podcasts? Or do you listen to bad ones? Well, we've got a suggestion for you. How about you listen to a good podcast for the first time in your miserable life? I can think of one. Overnight Drive. Going strong. 11 years now. The podcast about nothing. Your favorite podcast's favorite podcast. Do you enjoy nothing? So do we. Why don't you come over and check it out and stop listening to other podcasts? Thank you. <laughs>